Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And we're on our new platform now. If you haven't noticed, hopefully you didn't have, you know, a lot of difficulty in figuring it all out. Basically, the gist of our new format, I think, is you reset your password. Right? Isn't that mm. if you're having trouble? Mm. Yeah. You reset your password. We're still having issues with the Android app and Roku, I believe. Um, Roku has kind of settled itself mm. down, but uh, still it settled itself. Android. Nobody fixed it. It just it settled down by itself. We just have Android issues right now. I love it when those things settle down to their own. That's best cool. I can tell. Okay, uh, password reset. Most people uh, are having issues because <clears throat> they're hitting the link multiple times, but opening the old emails so the code is invalid. Perfect. Uh, so click it again and wait for the email before clicking again. If you still have issues, then uh, direct message us uh, on Twitter or email support at blazetv.com. And uh, we'll generate a custom link for you to reset. Oh, Nice. Yeah. So at Blaze TV, you could direct message. You had the email address. You just said, what was it? Support at BlazeTV.com. Mm-hmm. There's also an 1-800 number on there. 800-282-2788. 282-2788. Uh, you can go to BlazeTV.com. Yeah, you could watch it on the browser if you're having trouble logging in there. Right. Uh, that'll work for you, BlazeTV.com. So we're apologizing for the uh, issues, the technical snafus that we're having here, but... Uh, I, Eventually, the experience is going to be a lot yeah, better. Yeah, I think because uh, I'm in the same boat as everybody else with the Android app. Uh, right now, okay. there's nothing going on it's not there. not working there. But okay. uh, we hope to get that resolved very, very soon. Uh, but you can interact with the show as it, as we go along. You can comment, and that keeps scrolling down if you want it to, or you can take that off. A lot of fun new features. Yeah, yep. really cool. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, you're going to love it eventually when you get used to it and when it becomes second nature just to, to get on it. Uh, coronavirus outbreak. Under control? We're done? It's all over? Everybody's healing? uh, It's fine. Okay, good. It's fine. Good. Well, not totally fine, but I mean pretty close. There's just maybe a shortage of 150 drugs right now because they all are manufactured in China. And it's, you know, it's, I mean. uh, See, that's another issue. Like, I don't want mm -hmm. my drugs manufactured in China. We had this story, uh, I don't know, about four or five months ago. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's an issue in of itself. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I wonder if this will make us rethink where we manufacture all the goods. Will will the will these companies think, geez, okay, this is a bad idea. Uh, I'm going to open up a factory in the United States of America. I I hope it prompts some of that. Well, like I said, if nothing else comes out of the coronavirus outbreak, I'm sorry, COVID-19, mm-hmm. it's that regimes like the the communist leadership in China fall. Mm-hmm. Maybe 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 a, a greater good happens. You know? Yeah. We'll see. So, threatening the shortage of 150 prescription drugs, several with no alternatives. China's role, I wish I'd list them so I could see, uh, Let's see here. how many of them I'm dependent upon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and others. It does include antibiotics, generics, branded brands. Uh, it's, it, it's pretty widespread, it looks like. Yeah, I'll find a list and we'll put it... Uh... Uh, on Twitter, at Pat, Unle- uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And all of this, again, outside of China, almost 
Well, and Iran, I guess, had 50 deaths in one city, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But, you know, here in the United States, we don't even have, we shouldn't even be, this is not something to panic over. The stock market should not be crashing. Over a thousand Went down a thousand points yesterday. A thousand Oof. plus. Uh, and there's no, there's no need to panic here. Uh, I heard Rush yesterday describe it as the common cold. You know, it might be a l- little more serious than that, but but the mortality rate is incredibly low. It's only 3%. It's 3%. The flu is higher than that. Uh, you know, more people die because they slip in the bathtub. More people have uh, vending machines fall on top of them and squish them. Oh, wow. Them. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. That's a fun fact. Right. Oh, I'm not positive on it. I'm just oh. kind of throwing out a while. I kind of wanted to go there. I like that one. <laughs> so I'm since gonna, you took it so seriously, yeah, I thought, I'm gonna, well, maybe I better rethink that. No, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to go to the water cooler later today. And go, Did you know <laughs> that more vending machines uh-huh. attack and kill innocent people? Yeah. Than have died of the coronavirus. I mean, that's a pretty cool statistic, yeah. right? Yeah. You just don't don't verify it. Just trust me. <laughs> I heard it on Pat. Don't do too much thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, listen to this guy, Pat Gray Unleashed in the morning. He's got all the facts. I'm gonna look right now. That's actually, what I'm doing. People <laughs> die vending machine deaths. Vending. Okay, you do that. I'm just doing twenty five shocking things more likely to kill you than a shark. Oh, it made it on that list. Okay. Uh, an average of two point one eight per year. Okay, so so far. <laughs> <laughs> so far, uh-huh. less people have died in the United States of vending machine accident. It is a true fact in the U.S. So far. So far. The numbers are still coming in from yes. the precincts, you know. Right. We don't right. know. That's with about half of 1% when, of precincts record, when, reporting. When it's all said and done, it could very well be that vending machines are deadlier. Are more deadly. But we don't know right now. It's, it's incomplete data. Uh-huh. <clears throat> There's a good website, um... Or a good article on a website. 11 mundane objects that are statistically deadlier than sharks. Yeah, that's what I landed on. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Beds. Okay, people. <laughs> Balloons. Okay. Hold on. I got to go back here. Ladders. There's 113 ladder-related facilities, uh, fatalities, in the United States every year. Okay, so that's by far deadlier than coronavirus wait, wait, in on. the U.S. Hold on. Are you in the article that has the cow at the top? Uh, I just want to make no. sure. Oh, really? No, because because I got one that, that talks about coconuts falling on your, falling on your head. Really? Uh, uh yeah. Because remember the, the same premise here about uh-huh. things that are more deadly deadly than shark attacks. Falling coconuts cause about 150 deaths annually. No, and it says that's amazing. Yeah, and it says you know while you're keeping while you are keeping an eye on the sharks. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that stat. So we can we can post this. It was fun. We got mosquitoes, mm-hmm. right? Eight hundred thousand oh, people a year. For sure, mosquitoes. Good My night. Gosh. Yeah, the death rate in from mosquitoes and malaria is really high in Africa. Uh, televisions. Okay. Shark Week is happening right now, but you uh, might want to download it because twenty nine people. This is back in uh, two thousand eleven. Right. Twenty nine people were killed by falling TVs. Oh no, that's <laughs> it's why not you funny, get- but. It's just weird. You got to get a thin one. Uh, yeah. A nice light one. Uh, high school football injuries, 12 lives annually on average. Wow. High school, college football. Wow. Lawnmowers, of course. Uh, 75 citizens a year. Oh, my goodness. Vending machines, as I mentioned. Swing sets. Pat. Staircases. 
Pat, champagne corks kill almost two dozen people per year. Stop it. I'm just, and it has a hyperlink. Let me see. Because it comes out so fast and hits you in the I guess. temple Let's see. or something. This is so that link okay, to a weird. Daily Mail article that says champagne corks, inflatable elephants, too much Viagra. The new book revealing the very unlikely ways some people meet their maker. That's how I'm going. One of some crazy, mm-hmm. crazy uh, that that uh, the coconut guy. I have the coconut fall on my head while I'm looking out over the ocean for sharks. Exactly. What else you got? Tripping? Tripping? 6,000 people die from tripping and falling at home each year. 3,000 deaths caused by whatever you're eating for lunch. Um, like you choke on something here. Hmm. Raw meat, 5,000. Cows kill? Oh my gosh, they fought back on Beto when he was trying to get him to do stuff for him. Cows cause the death of about 20 Americans each year. Mostly from blunt force trauma. So cows running into people? I've never heard of a... A cow person fatality. Never heard of that. It's usually the cow that, that succumbs. Uh, I, I <laughs> and then is cooked and eaten. I'm going to post um, this. Uh, hmm. It's fun stuff here. Well, I mean, if death is fun. But uh, there you go. This this vending machine, I, I'm looking at a new list now. And, okay. And this uh, vending machine total is a lot higher. Vending Vending machines kill 13 people a year by falling on top of them. Okay, so we're way above 2.18. 13 yeah. a year. Wow. Maybe they've just gotten angrier. Maybe maybe vending yeah, machines maybe. over the years. Maybe you're looking at old numbers. Uh, selfies. 12 people succumb to the fatal attraction of selfies every year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you fall out of bed. Oh, volcanoes, of course, kill an average. 762 people a year. 762! Wow. We are easily distracted is the uh, moral of this story. Hot tap water kills people? Uh, see, now, I, it can't get hot enough for me. Oh, my goodness. Showers, I have to have piping hot. And I've I've had an issue with... Uh, I gotta have a talk with my hot water heater. Uh, it's just not getting... The water's not getting hot anymore. <laughs> making me mad. I love this description. You know that feeling when scalding hot water dumps, dumps on you in the shower mm-hmm. and you feel like you're dead? Well... 34 people know that feeling feeling all too well because it killed them. (laughs) Wow. How how could hot water... I mean, what, do you have to stand under there there until you're scalded to death? Don't you move? I've got a theory on that, and it's very sad. Yeah. Really? It probably involves kids. Uh, Maybe. You probably draw a bath, and then they fall in. Or elderly. Something, yeah. And the damn elephant deaths. When are we going to stop the slaughter? Of people by elephants. When are we going to stop that? Uh, yeah, right. That's got to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, let's see. Sure. Uh, okay. That uh, that list, if you do want to. I love that list. We should tweet that out. Yeah. It's fun. I don't know if it's if we're doing the same one. But, Glad we uh, stumbled onto that. That might become a whole show one day. <laughs> Bad ways to go. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Joe Biden had a little trouble yesterday. Just a little. You know, he's uh, he's he's the comeback kid. I don't know if you're aware of that. But uh, Bill Clinton lost the first 12 primaries, and he came back. <laughs> Joe's going to do the same without losing the first 12. Actually, Clinton, as we explained last week, did not lose the first 12, but came pretty close to that. It was like one of the first... One out of 12 in the first primaries for him. Thank you, Georgia. So anyway, here's uh, Joe Biden uh, talking about 
voting for, well, he'll explain it. You're the ones that sent Barack Obama the presidency. Uh-huh. And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, uh-huh. you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? What? It's <laughs> a, a lot to unpack there. <laughs> if not, vote for the other Biden. Go vote for the other Biden. How many Biden? Bidens are running in this race? Oh, his surviving son might be running. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. see him at the debate. And what office is Joe running? Uh, let's see this for? again. Now, listen carefully. And there's, a, there's a lot to soak in. <laughs> again, Joe, Joe Biden. And you're the ones that sent Barack Obama the presidency. And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. No. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? Okay, give him a look for uh, U.S. Senate. I'm willing to have him do that. Go ahead. Yeah, look at him for Senate. I don't. I don't mind that really. <laughs> Delaware, <laughs> Delaware's the ball gonna, is in your court. Yeah, they're going to elect some other Democrat senator, so they might as well elect elect uh, Joe Biden. Why not? Mm, mm. And if not, look look at the other Biden and uh, take a look at him. Um, and uh, it's either it might not even be Hunter. It might be like Tito, Marlin, or Jermaine Biden. Right. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Jermaine Biden is kind of. <laughs> underrated if yes i think he is because yeah. it's a liberal family mm-hmm. but jermaine he i don't know he's more libertarian and i appreciate that tito just has kind of a flair about him you know he's uh non-conforming hmm. uh, i like that i like that yeah and, uh, you like that so uh joe's having a tough time he doesn't even know if he's running for u.s senate or the president of the united states uh, doesn't know that there's no other biden running for office right now That's just rough. Uh, it's tough it's almost sad it is i sad. almost feel bad for him a lot of this stuff is sad because i mean yes we can't stand them as politicians all mm-hmm. right him and nancy pelosi and and and, and folks like that mm-hmm. but to watch them Especially in a public setting, yeah, lose their faculties. Yeah, it's uh, really not fun to see. It's a frightening thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let me take sixty seconds. Tell you about Genesis nine fifty. If you're thinking of replacing carpets because you got all kinds of pet stains and you know it's smelly, first, please try Genesis nine fifty. This can get all those stains out of your carpeting. We were pretty much at the point where we thought, yeah, we got to tear this up and replace it, and Genesis nine fifty came into our life. And it just, it was shocking how well it removes those stains. With water, Genesis 950 breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Antibacterial component removes pet stains and orders odors from carpeting and padding. And it can be used in a carpet cleaning machine. So green, it's safe for your family and your pets. So if you're tired of cleaners <clears throat> that you've been promised the world and they just don't deliver, it's time to buy Genesis 950, one gallon of industrial strength. Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of cleaner. Uh, It's really, it is awesome, and it really does work. Before you buy new carpet because of stains, try Genesis 950 first. It's available on Amazon.com. But if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle, and a discount using the code BLAZE. Genesis950.com, 
uh, offer code Blaze. Pat Gray. From just Jeffy's missing OEA. <laughs> so vending machines kill people. Let's get to the important fact on how many vending machines has Jeffy killed. Oh, that's a great um, question. Yeah. And, and by the way, um, uh, TV's Rob down the hall. He he wants you to know that more people get hurt trying to play cricket mm. in the hallways uh, <laughs> than... Uh, that's a good line. Shark. So <laughs> if you if you missed it, go go to at Pat Unleashed uh, <clears throat> on Twitter and you will see um, this man right here, mm-hmm. Pat Gray, uh, playing cricket in the hallway yesterday. With one quite badly. Uh, and then I just did an amazing acting job where it looked like Yeah, it was good acting. It looked, re- it looked real. It yeah, looked it real. It did look real. It, uh, it was an it Academy Award performance. Painful. But uh, I'm glad to know that you're you were on the jeez uh, oh, you're the injury list for all of uh, mm-hmm. two seconds mm-hmm. and then you're back to playing so you're in there sprung right back up yeah yeah so you're very so if you missed the video um it, make it worth Pat's while because uh, he wants mm-hmm. the clicks because that that was a yeah that was a sacrifice for you Pat Heads. it was go to at Pat Unleash look for that triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh despite China's claim that the coronavirus was traced back to a market in Wuhan that sold live animals so you could eat them. You know, like bats and snakes. Mm-hmm. There's been rumblings now that the disease escaped from a biology lab or was part of a biological warfare experiment. Wait, so China <clears throat> not being sincere? Completely honest? Huh. <laughs> Who saw that coming? No. So Tom Cotton has probably been the loudest voice in in. Uh, promoting that theory. Now, a new report from the New York Post points to evidence that suggests Cotton's theory may be more fact than fiction. According to the Post, after Chinese President Xi Jinping recently warned about the need to prevent similar viral outbreaks in the future, the Chinese Ministry of Science and Technology released a new document titled Instructions on Strengthening Biosecurity Management in Microbiology Labs that Handle Advanced Viruses like the novel coronavirus. I'm sorry, the what virus? The, uh, the COVID-19, sir? Oh, yeah, right. Please. Wow, that's the Chinese what is being xenophobe? hateful against themselves. What are you doing? <laughs> Additionally, there's only one microbiology lab in, the, in China mm-hmm. capable of handling the deadly coronavirus. And that's the one that uh, is part of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh-huh. That means the only Chinese lab capable of safely handling the disease is located in the epicenter. I mean, that's just an ironic twist, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Like, that that just... Not only that, didn't we find out it's, like, blocks away three, or, like, one block? 300 yards from uh, the, the the market where they sell uh, wild animals. It's <laughs> just eat. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, again, it's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence just some, yes, that, right, that right, this, right. this lab mm-hmm. would be right there where the outbreak started. It's weird. The <laughs> fact that China's top biological warfare expert, Major, Major General Chen Wei, mm-hmm. was dispatched last month to accelerate containment efforts also suggests that the outbreak's origin is more nefarious than the Chinese government has admitted. <laughs> the evidence points to SARS... CoV-2 research being carried out at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. 
the virus may have been carried out of the lab by an infected worker or crossed over into humans when they unknowingly dined on a lab animal. Whatever the vector, Beijing authorities are now clearly scrambling to correct the serious problem with the way their labs handle deadly pathogens. <laughs> it's about time. I mean, they've been so careless all this time. And now all of a sudden, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe you should take some precautions there with deadly disease. Goodness. Cotton has been not so coy about his belief, um, and we've talked about that multiple times. Last Friday, the Arkansas senator said the Chinese government is lying to the world about this deadly matter. The potential for global pandemics still remains high as the, as the coronavirus has now infected a significant number of people in Italy opening the door for a European outbreak. Oh, wonderful. Yay. Mm, that's fun. That's really fun. That's good. And then, of course, we had that really strange uh, 50 people dead in one place in, in Iran. I mean, so there are some serious places where things are flaring up. But again, in the United States, how many are... Fa- uh, I need to look at that number. How many are infected in the U.S.? Because last I saw it was 15. It may be beyond that now, but not by much. And no one in the United States has died from the disease. We have 53 cases currently. 53 now? In the United States. Mm. Uh, 36 were from that uh, ship. Okay. So what does that knock it down to? About 16, 17 or so? Yeah, 17. That, that, that aren't that here aren't in America. Related. Yeah, that aren't related. Because I remember most of mm. those outside of that, let's see, you know, had traveled back from China, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. anyhow, it looks like mostly along the West Coast. Uh, yeah. And I read that uh, one of the first people who got it in the U.S. is fully recovered, doesn't have it anymore. Oh, that's good. Just moved on with his life. So that's mm-hmm. nice. I mean, that's great. Still no deaths in the United States. Correct. Please don't panic. Yeah, we got uh, one in San Antonio, one in Tempe, Arizona, one in San Diego, <laughs> L.A., San Benito, uh, Sacramento, Santa Clara, and then up the coast. Uh, and then are they mostly keeping uh, yeah. people at at uh, military bases? Uh, that I don't know. They're, but it's I think all they're of quarantining these, them at military yeah. bases. And, and all of these suggest... If you know of these one pe- one person in each of these areas, mm-hmm. obviously the public knows, and it's not a multiple number, so right. it seems like they're all contained, because other than that ship, all of the reported cases in America are isolated to one, and then that, that married couple, I think, in Chicago. All right. And that's it. The wife came home and infected her husband. Yeah. He must be pissed. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, you know what? told you woman you were going to be the death of me <laughs> i knew it you can keep ringing that bell mm-hmm. i'm not coming back there <laughs> i'm not bringing you anything you make your own chicken soup again some simple simple precautions can what do you got? really help you what are some tips uh, some wash your tips. hands hot tips wash your hands wait uh, it's wa- a hot tip wash a, your hands wash your hands and then uh don't don't touch other people's hands or other people's anything for that matter or as the ebola song says don't touch others uh, people poop or pee <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. we're just... We're, it's a good well, safety tip. Right. And on this program, what we do is we try to help. We try to serve the public. Mm-hmm. And we give you hot tips like, you know, wash your hands. Save the universe. Don't touch other people's, uh, you know, waste product. So, 
That would be. It's seriously that right? simple. It's about that easy. And don't get sneezed on, and you're oh. going to be fine. Oh, don't get sneezed. Well, now, you know? now you're throwing me a curveball. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. Okay. Uh, oh. Also, the big news yesterday: Harvey Weinstein was in fact convicted on uh, some of the counts, including rape. He was cleared of, I guess, the most serious charges. How much more serious can you get than rape? <laughs> right. Right. Wow. There's some kind of predatory thing if you're yeah, you know, chasing right. after him or whatever. But uh, he was convicted of rape and sexual assault against two women women, and uh, could be sent to prison for decades. Yeah, between five and 29 years, I think I saw. I don't think they're going to be lenient with him. Mm-mm. Doesn't seem like it. They found him not guilty, uh, did the jury, on the most serious charge. Predatory sexual assault that could have resulted in life in prison. Wow. So the most damaging he was convicted of, he could be sentenced uh, up to 29 years, as I think you just okay, mentioned. Okay. And apparently he looked resigned to the whole thing. He must have known. His, maybe, his, uh, maybe his lawyers got him set for that. He's 67 years old. Yep. So He may die in prison. Very well could be a life sentence regardless. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> the verdict follows weeks of often harrowing and excruciatingly graphic testimony. And I think they had photos, too, right? Photos of him and his private parts, mm-hmm. which uh, apparently weren't pleasant to look at. Apparently not. Uh, I certainly wouldn't want to want to bend on Judging that jury. by the descriptions yeah, icky. on the looks of the faces of the jurors, yeah, that it wasn't a good time for anybody. It did not look pleasant. A string of accusers told of rapes, forced oral sex, groping, uh, pleasuring himself, lewd mm. propositions, uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's not a, he's pretty obviously not a nice guy. But the strange part comes in, okay, they were raped and then they had relationships with him afterwards. Yeah. Openly and willingly had sex with him, both of these women, afterwards. Is that, that's just so weird to me. I don't. Yep. Although the experts, I guess, testified that it's not that unusual. It's, it happens a lot when they go on to uh, have relations with the person who raped them. That seems, I don't know, uh, it's hard to believe. They called him Jekyll and Hyde. He could be incredibly charming at first, making jokes, showing interest, and using his power to help their careers. But that was just an act, they said, to meant to gain their trust and get them in a place like a hotel or an apartment where he could violate them. If he heard the word no, it was like a trigger for him. But based on what Jeffy has said, Jeffy watched the trial extensively. He seems to believe they didn't say no, that they were just worried about that you know, power dynamic. And so he told the women, you never make it in this business. This is how this industry works. Gotta sleep with me or you can't get in the movie. I mean, that's pathetic. And, you know, some pretty big actresses uh, testified against him. I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow testified in this one, but she claims that she was assaulted by him, too. Annabella Sciorra uh, testified that she was raped by him. And then, um, after the fact, his former secretary, who claims that, he, you know, she was sexually assaulted, sent uh, flirtatious emails like, miss you, big guy, and I love you, always do, but I hate feeling like a booty call. Hmm. Huh. 
wouldn't that give you pause right there? I I don't know. It was yeah. I don't know if that was one of the ones part of the conviction. I obviously yeah, it was. It, it was okay. Yeah, it was and, one of the women that was that was raped, and then and that's yeah. Okay. It's a very yeah, strange I, thing. I, don't, I just can't understand that mindset. By the way, yeah. after the uh, conviction, um, you know that he was uh, taken oh, to the hospital. Yeah, that's right. He had a heart. He had a chest sure. pain or something. I'm sure he did. I hope he's okay. Well, and look at it. he's on a he's he's he has to move around with a walker in a Target shopping cart, uh, <laughs> if, if you recall. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, apparently um, a source said uh, he was faking it a little bit. Oh, the His, chest pain too. Yeah. You got to know that you've been convicted. It doesn't matter. Do you want to go hang out at a hospital or prison? Either way, yeah, you're not free, man. No, that's not going to work for him. But yeah, he's okay. They said. Oof. What a relief. Ooh, that was a close one. Yeah, <laughs> Dodged a bullet and there. Potted plants everywhere. Breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> All right. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We'll take a look at the president's trip to to China. Boy, they love him over there, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I, I wasn't aware of that until this trip mm-hmm. started. And they said, they're, you're going to have adoring crowds everywhere you go. That's so great. Yeah. And I'm I'm I it sounds like I'm not being serious, but I absolutely am being serious. When World War Three comes, mm-hmm. you want India on your side for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so glad that our president is his po- he's how many places is he not popular? India apparently they may be his biggest fans around the world. Yeah, it's amazing. Triple eight From Lori D. We get this tweet at Pat Unleashed. Obviously, Pat's never been cow tipping. Now, pretty dangerous, I suppose, because if they tip over on you, Mm. see, they weigh a lot. It's like if Jeffy would fall over on you, except not quite that bad. I mean, let's. Right. Let's not get carried away. I mean, it is in the same, I guess, ballpark, (laughs) but you're right, not quite as intense. I am surprised with how intimate uh, Beto O'Rourke likes to be with cows that he mm. hasn't uh, befallen some sort of injury or yeah. death, you know? Yeah, very dangerous mm-hmm. stuff. The Steve 42, do you, do you really have to try really hard to die from too much Viagra? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not sure about that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, nations Under, the selfie death is the only serious argument for Darwin's theory by natural selection I've ever heard. <laughs> Spunky teacher guarantee it's the vending machines with the with AI you know the ones that order replacement food, drinks, candy on their own? Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. From Scotty Sweatman. Uh, maybe Joe Biden was talking about the his new grandson in Arkansas. You know, the other Biden. A little young to run, though, I think. Ah. Uh, yeah. There's a love uh, child there. Okay. Land of the Fleek. Wait. How did you just gloss over the phrase, they unknowingly dined on a lab animal? I feel like the word you're looking for is... Uh, Ick. I've got to admit, when you originally said that uh, line, I didn't pick it up. So thanks yeah, for I, all the folks tweeting about that. <laughs> yeah, Tech Roo also tweets, unknowingly dine on a lab animal? Sentences that should not exist. <laughs> how, how does that happen? Like, you just I go don't to the, know. Do you go to the break room at the uh, at the biohazard lab and you're just like, hey, what do we got in here? You know. As Stoning Duck uh, tweeted, 
you just you, you you're in that scenario and then you see it and you're like mm, mm. Chinese lab animal yum I mean, that dinner bell is ringing now that that'll learn you that'll teach you from eating your coworkers <laughs> leftovers if you missed it it's it's from part of a it's the part of the story of the post the evidence about the coronavirus points to SARS-CoV-2 research being carried out at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Mm-hmm. The virus may have been carried out of the lab by an infected worker or crossed over into humans <clears throat> when they unknowingly <laughs> dined on a lab animal. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a that's a good restaurant where you can find good Chinese lab animal to to uh, dine on. Uh, you can't get that just anywhere. Yeah, why Why? Why is the menu here? I mean, their lunch specials are to die for. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh. wait, wait, no. Uh, there we go. Maybe we should have uh, planned uh-huh. that better. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't write that one. Why don't you go um, ahead and... So uh, the, 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 there's a restaurant just outside the lab, and uh-huh. their lunch specials are to die for. <laughs> <laughs> All I was trying to say before I unwittingly told a joke... Mm-hmm. And now, now that joke is stupid and doesn't measure up to that one, so let's just move on. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to quit while I'm that. ahead. Okay. Oh. Are you ahead, though? That's, I'm going to just quit. Okay. So, But seriously, I mm-hmm. don't understand that sentence. I, I, unknow- <clears throat> I mean, do you knowingly? Like, that would, that would mean that there are times where you do eat mm-hmm. animal, animals. animals in the lab. That would just, mean... Just this time you, you <clears throat> ate from the wrong stack. Apparently that means when the lab is done using them, they sell the, the animals into the market people, right? Sweet Isn't Lord. Isn't that what that means? I guess. That's I, the only way it could happen is if... I don't know. I want... <laughs> is if you... But what I think is a more likely scenario is one of the people from the lab came out you know, with whatever it was on him and then he passed it to the 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 meat in the market because remember we had the uh the caller to the show that said they were bringing i guess if this is a level four disease someone mm-hmm. brought a level three like a bunch of vials on a suitcase yeah. in their luggage in a really haphazard way all the way to the, united, here in the states. united states yeah. please don't yeah and, and and but the tsa right the tsa will will take my daughter's uh key ring yeah because it's got too pointy of an end mm-hmm but we're allowing uh, hazardous materials. Just, just come on, wave them through. Here we go. All right. What I mean? It's amazing. I do not understand. Yeah. Anything. Well, how many times have they tested the TSA? And like ninety percent of the time, they get weapons through it, through yeah. the security. Yeah, it's in that range. Always it's, in the nineties. Yeah, it's it's terrible. They're not they're not protecting us, and that's why all the lemmings, all of the sheep who just say we need to do this. No, no, we don't. They're keeping us safe. No, no, they're not. This is just a massive inconvenience, uh, an incredible hassle, and they're not getting anything accomplished. They're not serious about it, so I, I doubt they ever will be. Just to, to recap, uh, pointy keychains, bad, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hazardous bioweapons, good, when you're trying to get through the TSA, okay? Okay. All right. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh... While President Trump has been buoyed by polls showing that he's favored to win re-election against a generic Democrat, potential ticket teaming Bernie Sanders as the presidential nominee with Elizabeth Warren as the running mate, according to a new poll, would beat Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Zogby Analytics, uh, Jonathan Zogby, 
told uh, this website that a Sanders Warren ticket is beating the president and Vice President Pence 48-45. Make no mistake, this is a close race, but the senators from neighboring New England states are able to pull ahead of Trump and Pence by winning with their base and swing voters. You believe that, Sanders Warren? I don't know. Sanders Warren. I mean, they're both socialists. That seems way too left. Way too left. Even for most Democrats, I hope. I mean, I, as I was saying it, I was thinking, eh, that's probably not. That's probably not true. It's probably just fine with most Democrats. Sanders and Warren could win the popular vote, but Trump and Pence still have the advantage of the coal, uh, coalition of working class and blue-collar voters they made within swing states like Ohio, Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. So we'll see. But again, how is it possible that Americans are okay with socialism and Marxism? How, is, how did this happen? How did we get to this place? It's incomprehensible to me. Capitalism took the poverty rate on this planet from 90% in the 1800s, 90% of the world, we're in abject poverty. It's now 10%. Capitalism did that. At the same time, uh, Marxism brought about the deaths of over 100 million people in the last century alone. It is what has brought once prosperous Venezuela to its knees. It's made tens of thousands of political prisoners in Cuba and elsewhere. And it, it completely stopped, like we talked about yesterday, it completely stopped the progression of that country, of Cuba. Wake up to what socialism is and what socialism does. It's frightening. Yeah. And, and Bernie Sanders um, still, still saying Castro early on was good. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's he doubled not, down on it. He's not backing down at all. Crazy. I mean, that... Uh, it's probably past time, but we <clears throat> we should have played some clips from the the uh, CBS sixty Minutes interview on Sunday night. He's he's nuts. It's, yeah, it's like Obama snuck in there because not talking about talk radio, not talking about this audience, mm-hmm. but America writ large just didn't care. They they just like the packaging, right? right. They, didn't, they didn't want to investigate. They didn't want to know about the church. They didn't want to know about his background and his communist leanings. They didn't mm-hmm. care. They don't. They just look cool, you know. Um, <clears throat> And uh, now we're at the point in America where you don't have to hide, apparently. Not at all. I mean, the Democratic frontrunner, the guy who keeps winning all of the primaries, is like, yep. Admitted. This is, yeah, and I'm not going to back down either. An admitted wow. socialist. Yep. Mm. <laughs> all right. And then he tries to pick and choose which socialism he's going to. That, that's not in your control. Once you start that ball, bull, that ball running, rolling down the hill, there's no stopping it. There's just, you can't. Which is why nobody's ever done it right. It can't be done right. It spirals out of control every single time and people die. But he's going to do it really well. He's going to do yeah. Denmark socialism. This is the time. This, yeah. this one will work. There's a few Democrats apparently that are hoping Obama's going to step up and stop him. Uh, I don't even I mean really. Not only is stopping the Vermont Democrat socialist going to be very difficult the time may have already passed when it was even possible Mm. if no one drops out by super tuesday dan pfeiffer said on sunday is it even possible to stop bernie sanders i don't believe it is he said and 
I mean, if there's a way to stop him, I don't know who's going to do it. The only one with the clout probably is Obama. But does he have the will? I mean, Barack Obama is himself a Marxist. I know. That's what I was thinking. He's like, he's probably rooting for him secretly. Why would he care? Unless he just dislikes him or, or he thinks he can't beat Trump. That would be the only reason because I think ideologically they're perfectly aligned. Okay. Here's my angle on how Obama gets involved. Mm -hmm. All right. Obama wants to be a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, I've heard he would love to be appointed to that. He knows Bernie's probably not going to appoint him because of, well, maybe not. Yeah, forget it. I don't have a theory. Keep moving. <laughs> okay. I was, I was noodling it out in my mm-hmm. mind, and then I got to this one step, and then I thought, nah, mm. forget it. I got nothing. I just don't know, like you said, why Obama is... Why would he why? even be inclined he, to stop Bernie Sanders? Probably rooting for him. I mean, he, yeah, he wanted single-payer health care, just like Sanders did. And people, oh, no, he just wanted Obamacare. He just wanted Obamacare. Did he? A single-payer health care plan. Universal uh-huh. health care plan. Right. That's what I'd like to see. That's but what you'd like to see. all of you know, we uh-huh. may not get there immediately. Because uh-huh. first, we've got to take back the White House, and we've got to take back the Senate. Okay. So then they did that. And he got a, he got the first step accomplished. Oh, he they took back the house, they took back the senate, they took back the presidency, and then they got uh, the precursor to single payer done in Obamacare. And he admitted right there that his ultimate goal was universal health care. I mean, he's just as socialist as Bernie Sanders is. I mean, he says a lot of the same kind of things. That we're greater together than we are on our own. Mm-hmm. I believe that this country succeeds when everyone gets a fair shot. Me too, yeah. When everyone does their fair share. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When everyone Thank plays you. by the same rules. <laughs> it's so amazing when he says that because then he outlines that the rich don't play by the, they don't get the same rules as everybody else. They have to do more. They have to pay a higher percentage. Which is ridiculous because if you had a flat tax, the rich still pay more. I don't know if you're aware of that. 10% of $1 million is more than 10% of $30,000. So, this huh. doesn't make any sense. And is he a Marxist? Uh, when you spread the wealth around, it's good for He thinks when you spread the wealth around, when you redistribute wealth, it's good for everyone. There's no way Barack Obama is alarmed by Bernie Sanders' politics. There is no way. So if the Democrats are thinking he's going to ride in on his white horse and save the day and say, hey, look, uh, my guy is Joe Biden. That's not going to happen. Well, he's yeah, but Biden doesn't want his endorsement. And, you know, yeah, that's so that, that's obviously going to. That's that. true, because why didn't <laughs> President Obama endorse? <laughs> I asked President Obama not to endorse, oh, and okay. he doesn't yeah. want to, this, we should, whoever wins this nomination uh-huh. should win it on their own merits. <laughs> okay. I he asked him not to. I love Talks, that. I do too. It's one of my favorites. I love that. When, when my oldest daughter said, why, why did Joe Biden not want his endorsement? Um, that's what we call a lie, <laughs> Aslan? Okay. No, because it was in the interest of fairness, tell Aslan. It was in the no. interest of fairness. No, see, that, that's Joe Biden not <laughs> getting the endorsement and then lying about that. I mean, you can't hear that enough. Why didn't mm-hmm. President Obama endorse I asked President Obama not to endorse, oh. and he doesn't want to. We should, 
Whoever wins this nomination should win it on their own merits. Right, yeah, on yeah. Merits. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're in the wrong party if you're wanting something on merits. Come on, Joe. I would have loved to have been there for that conversation. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'd like to endorse you. No. Uh, oh, no. Barack, please. Come don't, on, man. Don't, no, I, I can't have that. I, I can't ask you to do that. In fact, I have to ask you not to do that. Please don't do that. I got to win this on my own merits. <laughs> well, okay. All right. You feel strongly about it? I mean, you should, Joe. <laughs> I think at some point you you got enough votes. <laughs> you please don't. No, I don't. No, I don't want that endorsement. <sighs> That's so great. <laughs> and doesn't that tell you a lot about their relationship? Oh too? yeah, it, it, it they was, didn't uh, like each other. It was uh, well, Joe likes him. It's not hmm. reciprocated. It was definitely a vice president um, um, out of convenience for Barack Obama. Yeah. Just pick who I think can help Very me win, weird. and uh, then we're good. Very weird. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Senator Bernie Sanders blasted the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, that's APAC, mm-hmm. in a statement confirming he will not attend the pro-Israel organization's annual conference. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Sanders tweeted that he would not attend the conference due to APAC's connection to, quote, leaders who express bigotry and oppose basic <laughs> Palestinian rights. you got to be kidding me. Boy, you know Israel is is pulling Jeez. for Trump in November. Oh. If it's Trump, if, if it's Trump versus Sanders, I'm thinking especially. openly. Oh. The Israeli people have the right to live in peace and security. Okay. So do the Palestinian people. Oh, yeah. I remain concerned about the, pa- the platform APAC provides for leaders who express bigotry and oppose basic Palestinian rights. Like what? For that reason, I will not attend their conference. The Palestinians oppose the very existence of Israel. And you're siding with them. <laughs> I mean, you, wow. you Israel defenders always seem to bring that up. You know? <laughs> My goodness. Can't you? You're hung up on this whole... We're that picky. They yeah. don't want you I to know. exist. I know. And they're willing Just, to kill you and exterminate you. I got it. Get over it. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's <laughs> Give them a state <laughs> anyway. Right. Let's find places we do mm-hmm. agree. Okay. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry that you keep going to the well of they don't want you to exist. <laughs> and that just... That just Stops yeah. any progress we can make together. <laughs> that's that's how picky I am, actually. Yeah, I draw the line there. When you don't want Israel to exist, that's where I say, okay, you're you're not a serious player. Uh-huh. Uh, Sanders, by the way, who is Jewish, he's what is called a uh, what, what do they call him in that article? Was it secular Jew? Secular Jew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has I, I guess that means he's a not practicing Jew. He just kind of goes with the uh, mm-hmm. culture, but not just, the yes. religious aspect. Yes. He's criticized both APAC and Netanyahu and is referred to Netanyahu's government as a right-wing racist government. Jeez, I can't stand this guy. <sighs> I, am, I am not anti-Israel. Oh, yes, you are. But the fact of the matter is Netanyahu is a right-wing politician who I think is treating the Palestinian people extremely unfairly. Okay. What I believe is not radical. I just believe that the United States should deal with the Middle East on a level playing field basis. <clears throat> That's just, it's just foolhardy. I mean, you see one side who believes the other side should not exist. And we're supposed to treat them equally. Right. No. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. Asinine. I'm, they teach their children to hate Israel and Israelis and Jews. Americans, for that matter. Remember when they were handing out candy and cigars on 9-11? 
That was in the Palestinian territory. That wasn't in New Jersey, like uh, President Trump thought it was. There might have been, you know, a smattering of that happening there. But it happened on a widespread basis in the Palestinian territories. Yep. Where they celebrated 3,000 people being killed on 9-11. I'm sorry, I, I don't relate to that stuff. We've got all our commonality is with Israel. APAC officials responded on Sunday to Sanders' remarks, pointing out that they that he had never attended the conference in the past and decrying the odious accusations is truly shameful. So at least, I, I mean, I hope they can see the light here and understand that it's not the Democrats who are their friends. It's going to be this president, Donald J. Trump, who has been more friendly to Israel than anybody in American history, with the possible exception of Harry Truman. That's That was all I was thinking. Yep. Especially, especially in the Oval Office. Right. Right. I mean, he has done such brave work where Israel is concerned that nobody else did. Not Ronald Reagan, not George W. Bush. Nobody did the things this president has done for Israel. I just hope and, they recognize and that. And things under the radar. Yeah. I still can't get over him going after Ireland for banning products that were made in Israel. He's like, oh, yeah? yeah. I'm about to ban some funds going to Ireland. Amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. Thanks for being with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Keith's missing laugh track <laughs> tweets. This trip to India certainly fed President Trump's fire breathing dragon of an ego enough. Yeah. To get him ready to debate Bernie the Communist. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, he actually claimed between the airport and the venue, mm-hmm. seven million people were going to uh, <laughs> show up for him. And I don't know how many people ended up showing up for him. Do you want to... Maybe we can get to that video later, but there was... I mean... Yeah, let's take a look at that. Here's some of the highlights. These are basically the highlights from the trip, right? Yeah. The true strength of India is found in everywhere. Look at the crowds, man. Of the Indian people. Wow. The story of the Indian nation is a tale of astounding progress, a miracle of democracy, extraordinary diversity, and above all, a strong and noble people. This nation is blessed with many treasures. It is the home to some of the most cherished cultural heritage anywhere on earth. Indians and Americans are always striving to be greater. Our people are always seeking to be better. And so our nations have become thriving centers of culture and commerce and civilization, giving light and vitality to all of the world. The First Lady and I have just traveled 8,000 miles around the globe to deliver a message. America will always be faithful and loyal friends to the Indian people. I mean, it might not have been 7 million, but it was a lot of people that showed up for him. That's incredible in a foreign country. Yeah, especially on the road uh, as they were making their way to the stadium. I mean, the crowds were just gigantic, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, There's, wow, yeah. And this uh, just goes on and on. Mile after on, mile. Yeah. It's that kind of crowd and bigger. Yep. So I, I don't know how many people that represents, but it's it's a lot. It's a street party, man. And Just at the stadium, there were over 110,000 people. 
So that's uh, this just that's quite a turnout. Continued nonstop. So maybe there were seven million people. Is it's interesting? Why why are they so in love with him? I mean, I really, are they conservative? Are they like Republican leaning type of people? I know it's a whole different scale yeah. in Europe and Asia, but but the yeah. other thing is. India is almost tied with uh, China now for population, for the biggest population on earth. India is, I mean, China has 1.38 billion-ish, mm-hmm. and China has 1.33 billion-ish. It's like tens of million, it's a 30 million away or something, 40 million. I mean, it's right there. Yeah, it's part of the reason I say they're such an important ally. Yeah, uh, if, oh, definitely. If the next world war comes, they've got a huge population. They're a nuclear power. They're strategically located near China and Russia. They yes. obviously love us. Yeah. So anyhow, I, I, I just, when you hear about the president of the United States taking a foreign trip, it's usually just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's you like know? people are protesting. They're right. throwing stuff at right. him. Our closest allies that we thought, like in Europe or something like that. They loved so him. I did not there. see this coming. So this is really that's great really, to see. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. It's a nice change, isn't it? Yeah. Feels good to be loved, right? Yes. Thank you. I mean, after all we do, uh, we usually get spit on for it. Not in India. So that's really cool. Uh, Just two muck and fudge tweets. I just had some General Sal's lab animal on low main last night. Oh, but that was good. I don't bet it was. (laughs) Uh, Princess of Hugs, Bernie and Obama may say all the same things, but does Obama have an awesome music album describing what he saw? No. No, he doesn't. (laughs) No. You're exactly right. Bernie's got him there. Uh, I mean, we all know that Bernie can outdo Obama when it comes to... uh, From his Six Flags uh, uh, album that he cut there? Yeah. Okay. Um... I could possibly, wow, you know, find it. Yeah, if you could, it would be but, you know, helpful. But I can't see. Oh shoot! The stars are aligned, and they're saying no Bernie singing. Dang it! Oh, you know why? Because oh, I why? used the wrong. Oh, you're on the wrong page. Yeah, I'm on okay. the wrong page. See, that's a that's a complicated piece of machinery over there. People don't it realize is. it's got. Uh, there's a lot more to it than it. Yeah. Than it appears. Right. Here we go. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be Bernie Sanders uh, singing. Someday. This land is your land. This land is my land. Perhaps. On the next episode of Pat Gray Unleashed. You just have to be patient, that's all. Uh-huh. I went walking <laughs> on that rivet of highway. Right. I soar above me. I soar above me. That, that endless skyway. Endless skyway. Mm. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Bernie. Yeah, was that worth it? You bet. <laughs> oh, you bet that was worth it. <laughs> was worth it. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So debate tonight, aren't you excited? Uh, that's right. Uh, Another one because last week was fun. We just can't I'll say get that enough. I'll yeah. say last week was fun. If this is going to be another rumble like that, uh, sign me up. Especially <laughs> if they're saying the kinds of things we'd be saying to them. I love that. I love that. That's mm. the first time I've ever seen that happen at a Democrat debate where they use kind of the same language as, as Republicans would have or conservatives would have used against them because. They're desperate at this point, and uh, for the non-socialists, they're actually calling out the socialists on stage, and they're calling out the hypocrisy of what they see in these socialists, like three homes from Bernie Sanders, in a guy who talks about income inequality all the time, and laments how the, the rich don't pay their fair share. Shut up. 
Uh, yeah. why, why don't you look inside yourself for a change? Be nice. Tom Steyer uh, kind of fired a salvo, so he was basically saying, you know, I'm a capitalist, so he's going to be on the stage tonight. And, mm. uh, mm-hmm. Is this his second trip? Because I think the last time he yeah, was a fanboy. he's been on a couple times. He was a fanboy for Bernie trying to get a, some attention at the end. Remember that one? This will be the first one with him and uh, with both billionaires, right? Because is Mike in this oh, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bloomberg. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> is he not? Oh. If he's not, it's not going to be as fun because uh, that's where most of the ire was directed, and then he had to defend himself and fire back at him. Yeah, so um, everybody mm-hmm. but Tulsi will be on the stage. Uh, Tulsi tonight. had a rough time in Nevada. Did you see, she got like 0% of the vote and literally 35 votes in the state. Wait, 35. What? Not 35,000, not 3,500. Not 35. 35 votes. And if you ever want to know the current state or the base of the Democrat Party, Mm -hmm. right there, what you just said. Tulsi Gabbard got 35 votes votes. in the caucus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on. Crazy. I mean, they're just too extreme. Lean and left. (laughs) So far that they're they're gonna fall over. I mean, it's just don't take the rest of us with you, please. By let's, all that is let, holy, America. Let's put this uh, this socialist fire out, um, and then we'll have another four years of of uh, having to wait until the next go around. Because you know they're just gonna keep nominating leftists. They're not gonna learn their lesson. Yeah, all right. That's their base now. That is their identity. Is is sliding leftward. Yeah, I think the Democrats have lost their party to socialism. Mm-hmm. Glenn has talked often about how he tried to tell him in 2004. Was it 2004 or 2006 when um, Michael Moore was in the box? You know, he was in the presidential box for, I think, the State of the Union address. And they had him in there. And uh, he is a socialist. And he is a radical. And, you know, it was like, okay... Are we using him or is he using us? And it, and it turned out the other way around. He was using them. He's the infection. He and Bernie Sanders and AOC are the infection in the in the Democrat Party that has spread all the way through the body of the Democrats. And and now it may be too late. So, yeah, I think they're all going to be radicals from now on. You look at all the, the uh, stars in the party, Sanders, Warren, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, on and on and on, and they're all radicals. By the way, did we mention, we did mention Ilan Omar married her brother, right? I think we did talk about that a little bit the other day. Quite so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ilan Omar married her brother. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking maybe somebody might want to look into it. Um, <clears throat> because one of her friends has confirmed that Ilan Omar married her brother. And the reason she married your brother is not because of some weird sexual fetish. It's because... That we know of. Uh, that we know of. She already had a husband. But, uh, but she married him to keep him in this country. Uh, it was an illegal uh, immigration situation. And so she should be impeached from office. There's also a lot of campaign finance problems. So maybe somebody might want to look into Ilan Omar, who married her brother. I don't know. Just, just a thought. Yeah, yeah. It's a little safety tip for you. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, 
And as we mentioned, I think just briefly uh, last hour, if you missed it, uh, Harvey Weinstein has been convicted on a couple of counts and will be apparently going to prison. Well, he already went to prison. I think they sent him directly to prison. Well, with a pit stop at the hospital because he was having all those health issues. Oh, the horrible chest pain that he had. Right. I got to make a stop here and maybe I can escape. I mean, somebody check on my heart. <clears throat> There's no escape for Harvey Weinstein. Uh, look, he's on a walker. He can't even, he could barely move that guy. <laughs> he's just a broken shell of a man. That's all he is. Good actor. Better actor than I thought he'd be. Yeah. You know, that whole, that whole walker thing. We know it's Maybe that's on. why he's in that so business. Because he's so good at uh-huh, acting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he said, he said what that business is all about. It's about raping each other. And that's what they do. So, and every once in a while, they take a night off from that. <laughs> Wait, and then they honor each other. Is that a direct quote? And then the next day they go back to raping each other. Well, that's what this business is all about. <laughs> he told raping each other. He told Annabella Shiora, according to her, that uh, you know having sex with him is just what this what this industry does. Wow. So okay. Yeah, he kind of admitted that it's about raping each other. Ugh. Sick, isn't it? I mean, everything you believe about Hollywood, and then some, uh, turns out to be the case. <laughs> And then finally, somebody's going to be held accountable for that. And they want us to listen to them and take them seriously. And okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know there is some good news um, about what's happening in uh, in this country right now, and that again uh, you can attribute to uh, Donald J. Trump, President Trump. When he ticks off his accomplishments uh, since taking office, he frequently mentions his aggressive makeover of a key sector of the federal judiciary, the Circuit Court of Appeals, where he has appointed 51 judges to lifetime jobs in three years. Now, that includes the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which has been so liberal for so long, and he has changed the very face of that court. I mean, seriously... Do you remember awesome. during the primary, um, a lot of his supporters were saying, look, it's about the judges. We got to get Trump in there. He's going to he's gonna appoint conservative judges. Just trust us on this. Mm-hmm. Seriously, this is going to be great. You're gonna, everybody's going to love his judge. Now, I don't know about you, but if suddenly I woke up and I was president of the United States and someone said, man, we've got all these judgeships to fill around the country, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I've got this friend who's pretty smart. Because um, I just, I'm sorry that I don't keep up with judges, right? Mm-hmm. So whoever has been in charge of putting names in front of this president, they've done a stellar job, and they it have. has really, really paid off more than you would ever imagine in your wildest dreams. And the reason it's changed the face so much of the Ninth Circuit is because he's been able to replace 10 judges on that court. Mm-hmm. 10! How great is that? So More than a third of its active judges, compared with seven appointed by President Obama over eight years. Trump has effectively <laughs> flipped the court, according to Judge Milan D. Smith, an appointee of uh, President George W. Bush. It's about time. Yeah. Doesn't it feel good? Oh, it's oh, yeah. so great. And it's been so long coming. And it, Finally. And it's not only um, in decisions and stuff. Like, uh, that, that article goes on to talk about, like, everyday decisions that um, are being affected because as far as Trump's, uh, I forget what the percentage is, but Trump's appointees are heavily involved. I think it was like 10 out of 13. Ju- I don't know what it was. Um, but anyhow, um, there, there's a lot going on there, and there's a huge impact. 
And it's even shaking the court, the traditions and stuff. They're coming in there and screwing up with tra- whatever. I, I know the traditions of the Ninth Circuit, so I'm kind of happy that everything is getting jostled over there. Absolutely. Of the senior judges who will be deciding cases on the merits panel, merits panel, yeah. reading briefs and issuing rulings, ten are Republicans. Only three are Democrat appointees. Appointees, ten to three. Now, they still hold the majority of active judges, 16 to 13, but this is as far as the merits panel is concerned. Yeah, they decide what gets put in front of them. Right. (laughs) Right. It's 10 to 3, Republican appointees. Love it. You'll see a sea change in the Ninth Circuit Court on day-to-day decisions. The biggest change will come in controversial cases that test the constitutionality of laws and the legal ability of presidents to establish contentious new rules. The Ninth Circuit is weighing challenges to Trump on a wide array of issues, <laughs> from immigration to reproductive right, reproductive rights, and the rightward tilt is likely to make it easier mm-hmm. for the president to prevail. Bring it on! I, oh. I mean, please, it wouldn't that be great if we make some inroads on reproductive rights? That would be fantastic. Do you know the dry dog food has to have a two to three year shelf life? I don't know why. It just does. I mean, you can't, like, six months seems sufficient to me. It's, if you can't sell it in six months, you might as well, you know, get rid of it. Uh, I I frankly don't want to feed my dog something that's been sitting on a shelf for three stinking years. But because of that process, they have to kill all of the live nutrients, the probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, and healthy microbacteria so it all goes away the only way to put that back into your dog's diet rough greens love this stuff rough greens vita smart it's not dog food it is a supplement that you sprinkle on top mix it in if your dog is my like mine they're gonna love it love the taste and it just makes them healthier you're gonna find that your dog comes back to life if they've been a little lethargic and sluggish over the last little while, this could help revive them. Rough Greens Vitasmart. It will make your dog's food better. If you want your dog to thrive again, go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Or just call 833-MY-DOG-33. At Gray Unleashed. Just look at a list of Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders' policies. It is whew, unbelievable. Hmm. End of our country. <laughs> Seriously. And I, that's not hyperbole. I really strongly believe be the end of the country as we know it. If he is elected president, it just, please, by all that is holy, it can't happen. Uh, let's see. Got some tweets here. Real Tyler Morgan tweets. Wait, if next week is Pat Gray New Year... Then, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting ready over here. Flemlasky for Congress. <laughs> Look, fat. It's Mardi Gras, and one week till Pat Gray New Year. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, we're going to party in here. Don't ban Shan tweets, uh, I never thought anything would make me long for the good old days of Beto's guitar solos. Oh, no. But that Bernie song has definitely done it. Well, I'm happy to oblige by popular demand. Oh, no. 
by request on the all request lunch hour everybody good morning here's that classic the classic guitar stylings of beto o'rourke kick it one time beto uh, it's just the beginning. He's about to kick out the jams any second now. And then, then you're going to hear some rock and roll. Like, right now. Powerful stuff, man. So there you go. <laughs> And don't forget tonight at uh, seven o'clock. It's we're gonna we're gonna get the lead out. Oh, well, an yeah. hour full of Led Zeppelin. Oh, cool. Uh, gonna play the Physical Graffiti album, start oh, to finish. Oh, uh, tonight. Oh, nice. Get the lead out, seven p.m. Physical Graffiti. That's good. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. What is uh <laughs> when the levy breaks? What, what album's that on? Uh, I don't know. Well, I want that one. Mm-hmm. Can, can I make it a request? It might be on Physical Graffiti. Is Look it, it up. Is it too? Is it too soon to make my request? Like, when can people start calling with the request? <laughs> That's a good question. And one, one of our most popular questions, too, is when can I start calling <laughs> for A, the all request lunch hour, and B, the request for, you know, Led Zeppelin songs when we get the lead out at 7. Uh, okay, 7 o'clock. Uh, now, what, what time yeah, you can start you calling about? about 5 to 7, like 6.55 tonight. You, mm. can, you can start calling. But I can only make requests off of a physical graffiti album? Is that right? Yeah, tonight, yes. Okay. We're just featuring that album. I'm going to go with Cashmere then. Cashmere. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, it's gonna be track six. Dang, good uh, choice. Yeah, but so, uh, shoot. Yeah, it's when not, the levy breaks, not, not on not, that. Not particular. Doesn't qualify for tonight. Okay. So I'll request. Yeah, next uh, tomorrow night. We'll we'll get the let out again tomorrow night at nice. seven. That's a good thing about it. Oh, Houses of the Holy. Well, okay, another good play one. Play that one. Okay, mm, sure. I'll stop talking. I request now. it at you know six fifty five tonight. <laughs> six fifty five. I'm there. All right. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, download the podcast on on iTunes, you know, Apple iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, any of the Google forums, um, everywhere, pretty much everywhere. YouTube, YouTube's been uh, shutting us down pretty regular lately. Okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just move great. on. Let's move on. Is, no, it's awesome. It's awesome. So uh, we've got some adjustments to make there, I guess. <laughs> But the whole show's yeah. available on YouTube now. For now. So it's uh it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> also tonight, the Democrat debate. Yes. Kind of psyched about that yeah. after last week's knockdown drag out. So what you do is you turn the sound down mm-hmm. on the Democratic debate while you're listening to the all request uh, uh physical graffiti hour. <laughs> With Led yeah, tonight's not all requests because we're just playing this physical graffiti album. Okay, just straight through. Yeah, we're just tracking the, requi- the album. Okay, I'm sorry, I keep screwing that up. Yeah. Uh, so what? Tomorrow the, night you can request on "Get the Let Out." Uh, the de- you can request your favorite Zeppelin song. Yeah. The, so the debate in South Carolina tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Do we know? I mean, a good producer would know. Uh, what 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 channel? Well, we know we're not dealing or? with that here. Yeah. So what channel is that going to be on? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Ask your producer. Uh, Keith, hey Keith, what uh, what channel is it on? It's going to be on CBS and streaming online at CBS. Great, okay. So yeah. one of the networks actually, well, I guess NBC's had one, haven't they? Yeah, let's see. Oh, it's eight to ten Eastern tonight. By the way, good. good. Seven to nine. That's a that's little good. earlier than that's, normal. Woo-hoo. I like that. I'm all about that's that. That's a lifesaver. <laughs> I am all about that. Yeah. Okay, so Nora O'Donnell and Gail King. Oh, she's terrible. Margaret Brennan. Don't know you. Major Garrett? 
Okay. And Bill Whitaker. Former Fox News mm-hmm. uh, guy. Yeah. Uh, so there don't, you go. don't know the major Garrett's super conservative, but, no, but uh, he does I think he's fair. Ask some fair questions. Yeah, I think he's fair. Yep. I remember one particular instance when he went after Obama at a press conference, and I believe it was on the Iran deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was the one who said, like, we didn't get, like, what did we get? Like, literally, what we didn't, did you even ask for the oh, hostages? Right. And he didn't. And Obama was saying, uh, look, major. You know, with these negotiations, very delicate. Uh, he had no right. answer. Yeah, none. It's like, so So the answer is no, you didn't even ask. And he was very pissed off mm-hmm. that he dared even broach the subject. Oh, sorry, your highness, that <laughs> we've asked you a question. It yeah, is I'm, difficult for you. Yeah, I'm sorry that Americans are being held against their will uh, yeah. in a foreign country that and hates us. doing nothing about it. And we can't usual. ask a question about it? Mm-hmm. <sighs> hey, have you been hearing all these uh, ads People running in Texas for these uh, virtually every you know U.S. House seat or or Texas legislature, and they're all saying the same thing: that I will stand with President Trump. Hmm. Uh, almost every single one of these you know Republican politicians. Hmm. And is it just me? I I don't want you to stand with President Trump. I want you to stand for a set of conservative principles. Which they used to do. They used to talk about the things that they actually stood for. And then if President Trump also stands for those principles, so be it. I mean, that's great. If not, well, you still stick to those principles. Right? I yeah. mean, that's how, how about it, I stand with the Constitution. I that would, would work. Love that. But I don't, you're right. I don't ever remember. I stand with President Bush. And I so, don't remember that. So what happens when President Trump is gone? Then what do you stand for? You stand for nothing. Uh, We're in really uh, big trouble after President uh, Trump, I think, in the Republican Party. Hmm. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, By the way, tonight, (laughs) when we get to let out at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Beautiful morning for a morning show this morning. The morning. What's Good morning. Going on, what's going on tonight here on the Big Frog? Uh, tonight on the Big Frog 1099, the only station beyond the bandwidth on your FM radio dial. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Get the Let Out at 7 o'clock featuring physical graffiti. And we might have time enough to to sneak Jermaker in there as well. <laughs> it's one of my favorite all-time uh, Zep songs. Yeah, for the last... And it is pronounced, by the way, Jermaker. <laughs> Jermaker, right? Okay. A lot of people pronounce that every which way. Yeah. Dire Maker. Yeah, I used to say Dire Maker. D-Your Maker. It's Jermaker. Okay. I, I wish I wish we had the internet when I was in music radio because I just heard the explanation from uh, I don't know Jimmy Page or Robert Plant, one of the two. Huh. Uh, saw an interview with him on online, and they had some inside joke when the band took a vacation or something and went to Jamaica and they ca- uh, called it Jermaker because <laughs> it's like it's saying Jamaica uh-huh. with an accent. Okay, I didn't know Jermaker. that. I'd never heard that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that'll uh, that'll be one of the featured songs and stories tonight on Get the Let Out, 7 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget, everybody. Yeah. Good morning. We've been uh, singing Zeppelin <laughs> songs for the last half hour uh, mm-hmm. uh, off mm-hmm. the air Well, because, because of uh, Get the Let Out. Tonight. Tonight. On 1099 to Big Seven. <laughs> I think next time we start singing Zeppelin in here, I'm just going to hit record on my phone and then post All right. it for everyone. Sure. <laughs> Philip Iker tweets, uh, Harvey Weinstein, being as close to the Clintons as he was, better make sure he has good guards and the cameras are working oh. so he doesn't get epstein For real, man. Yeah, right? 
Seriously. That's true. They were good, close, personal friends. And as were the Obamas. The Obamas were pretty close to him, too. Michelle was at one of the events uh, praising him. Yeah, honoring him somewhere. I want to start by thanking Harvey Weinstein for organizing Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. amazing day. Amazing day. Harvey. (laughs) Thank you, Harvey. Thanks, Harvey. Yeah, thanks. This is possible because of Harvey. Uh, he is a wonderful human being, a oh. good friend, and huh. uh, just a powerhouse. And oh, the fact yeah, that he yeah, and yeah. his team took the time to make this happen for all of you should say something, right. not about me or about this place, but about you. All right? That Everybody, we are here incredible. because of you. Mm. Yeah, he's he's a powerhouse. I mean, when he laid that fat body down on oh, women, God. they oh, couldn't please. get away from him. Oh. And just, uh, <laughs> Jeez. He, uh, he's a wonderful person. Wonderful person. Eey. That, 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 uh, <laughs> that didn't age well. Let me ask you this. If that was Melania Trump uh-huh. saying those words uh-huh. at any event, any time in the last 30 years, I don't care when it was, where it was, what kind of, what kind of backlash would there be against Against Donald and Melania Trump sure. right now. Can you imagine? And just think of this. Jeez. This is not an exaggeration. When Melania went to speak at a hospital to help children that were ill, mm-hmm. she was booed off the stage. She was mocked. She was booed. Can you imagine if she had something like this in the archives? Uh, no. It'd be all over for her. It would. I mean, impeach the first lady. Yeah. Okay, she wasn't elected to anything. I don't care. Get her out of the White House. She's scum. <sighs> it would be deafening. I mean, it, and it would lead every newscast. But nobody cares about Michelle Obama saying that Harvey Weinstein's a wonderful person. Huh. Mm. Rob having fun with the graphics, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there on Blaze TV, if you want uh-huh. to take a look there. Worst mental image. Uh, Weinstein, Weinstein or, or Jeffy? Jeffy? Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> That's, that's a tough a, one. That's a flip of the coin. I'm going to go Weinstein oh, yeah. on that. Yeah, I'm going Weinstein. Yeah, especially with the evidence we received from the jurors' faces. Uh-huh. <laughs> when they were looking at pictures Ooh-wee. of him. Anyhow, uh, so yeah, Michelle some... Obama, um, mm-hmm. praise of Weinstein. And again, this doesn't implicate them, but if we're playing by the same rules. Yeah, right. You it's, know? Just, it's just one of those things so frustrating. that wouldn't slide past the Trump family. We all know that. We all know it. And I, even... The left knows it. That if if this was Mich- Mel- Melania uh, saying these kinds of things about Harvey Weinstein, it'd be over for her. Just mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. The double standard's unreal. Uh, let's go to Susan in Rhode Island. Hey, Susan, you're on the blaze. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, no. We wish you a Merry Christmas from all the pad hands. Good tidings to you wherever you are. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And the pad heads asked me to do that. Did they? They, they put yeah. you, well, nice wow. job on that, Susan. And you got, Thank you. Did they pay you to do that? Cause, no. I mean, that I'm was... Just, I'm just the Nana. When uh, the kids come to me, the Nanas give in. This is what we do. All right. So it's, so it's Merry Christmas because we're a week out from the Pat Gray Unleashed New Year, which is Absolutely. next Tuesday, March 3rd, right. as we know. Thank you, Susan. Yeah. That was and beautiful. We're going to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Is it a week from today? It's a week from today. Yeah, March 3rd. March 3rd's mm-hmm. a week I mean, from you, today. You act right. like you don't know. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. had it on your calendar forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I really haven't. Yeah, and I got some. 
I got some fun party. Now, for anybody who may be just joining us, this is from uh, a January 2nd offhanded comment. Uh-huh. Please let's not draw out Happy New Year past today. Uh, I don't want to be hearing somebody. I don't want to be hearing somebody say Happy New Year on March third, and which of course opened up the which of course to, uh, and not only did it open up March third as New Year's Day, that makes today Christmas because it's a week before yeah. March third. Smart Alex, where do you get that? Where do they get that? Why? <laughs> and uh, Michelle McDermott, uh, Pat Head, uh, sent us a whole box of uh, of good New Year's goodies that we're gonna mm-hmm. you know break out uh, when the time's right. Like right okay, well, now. the time's not right. No, I'm just, I'm just warming right. up, just making sure the horn works, a little quality control. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, 888-900-3393, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, our new format, I hope you're familiar with it. I hope you're okay with it, because once you are on it and it's working for you and it's second nature and you don't have to worry about it anymore, it's going to be really cool, because yep. you can comment along with the show, right? The comments will continue throughout the show. It doesn't have to be just tweets. Mm-hmm. Now you can just put them right there on the uh, on the screen on the screen. You can be a part of the show for all to see. And yeah, we're still working out the bugs on the Android app. Okay, and uh, so but log in through the browser on the other on the other formats. Yeah, Roku. If you're having any to, trouble, just reset your password. Yeah, Roku's still having problems this morning. They're working okay. on that one. So Roku and Android, we're still um, trying to get things working, but everything else should be in order. If you need some sort of guidance, I've posted something. Uh, you can find it at Pat's account at Pat Unleashed on Twitter that details which individual app or mm. format you're using and what can help you get things in working order. iOS, Apple TV, if people are having issues, you should reinstall and it's apparently it will resolve. Okay? So there you go. Amazon Fire is live. The old app will be deleted if, if you're unable to activate. Uh, you're using the old app. The new app is titled Blaze TV News and Entertainment for people who love America. Mm. That's a good name for it. I like it. Yeah. And you can you can always call too. 800-282-2788. 800-282-2788. All right. Support at blazetv.com also works for email. Uh okay. Because there aren't enough drag queen story hours, uh, DC has created a new one. Oh, good. Yes. Mm-hmm. We needed another one of those. Finally. Fi- How long have we been clamoring for this? Uh, since <laughs> Late the last, 50s? Yes. Late 50s, I think. <laughs> since, so Definitely. Uh, since mm-hmm. the last story we had, yeah. we've been saying, when's the next one? When's, when's the, the next, next one? one? And here it is. Mm-hmm. DC parents bring kids as young as nine months old to Adams Morgan Drag Queen Story Hour. Oh, yeah, you got to see this. Watch More this. than 50 people attended Saturday morning's Drag Queen Story Hour. Take a look. This is with Cake. <laughs> cake? Hey, Cake. So pretty. So the first oh, thing you do whoa, is whoa, whoa, whoa. Clap your hands. And clap your hands. Follow my directions. Follow my directions. I'm Cake. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. This Why? is this is I mean, the seriously. end of our civilization. Yeah. Yep. And look at these moms with these kids, nine months old. What are you kidding me? Why would you? Why would you do this? I mean, why? I mean, this what feels is the like point a of that? weird B-rate movie. No. 
But these sucker moms. Just whatever. Hooray! Hooray! This is this is just grotesque, man. Hooray! Uh, okay. That's really important for your kids to be comfortable with drag queens. I'm I'm not sure why, but I I know it's really important because it's happening everywhere. What kind of parent thinks, hmm, that's a great idea. Let's bring our three and four-year-olds to the drag queen story time today. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Won't that be great? No, that was good. That's wonderful. Many of the children were held in their parents' arms, as you saw, throughout the story hour as they could not yet walk. And the toddlers at the event wobbled around in front of the stage as cake read to them and led them in song. Uh, the drag queen started with the song, and we missed this one, I guess. The more we get together, encouraging parents and children to sing along. Whoa, no thank Cake you. Uh, proceeded to read the book, The Snowy Day, and Aww. two other books before leading them in the one we saw. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Uh, that's wonderful. Drag queen story hour started, of course, as a niche event on the West Coast, but have spread to libraries and schools across the u.s why is my question i don't understand why this is a thing somebody sat around and they said how can we get the the fastest why? access to kids come we on we could go into the schools ah the schools will never go for that we want to get them earlier anyway but how when you get to them when you're in charge of one of these why do you think right hey where? that looks great let's yeah let's bring in a drag queen and have them read stories to kids political, why political correctness Sick and and in a fear of losing your job because these librarians, these libraries mm. are depend on public funding, and the last thing they need is a PR issue where they're hateful toward. Oh my gosh, look at the hate toward people that are different than them. They don't let them into the ban them from their libraries, and this is what happens right here. Your kids have this uh, sing along, a story time. It's insane, man. Give Again, kids. you and I bitching about this does nothing because mm -hmm. people just think, oh, you're haters, you're bigots, you're homophobes your drag queenophobes what whatever drag nonsense they want yep. to throw out mm -hmm. we need to hear from that uh from the lesbian yesterday who was talking about all of this stuff and how freaky it is and that she's not okay with it and it just isn't okay and we don't have to believe it's okay i'm not one of them <laughs> hi I'm Arielle. I'm a lesbian. And I don't think gender is a social construct. I don't think okay. cis straight white men are evil. I don't believe that general Thank preferences you. are transphobic or that there are 97 genders. I don't think that male <laughs> sex offenders belong in women's prisons. Thank I don't think you. it's normal for people to be praised for walking around mm -hmm. with shirts that say kill turfs. I don't think like these people. And I no longer want to be associated with them. I've reached peak LGBT. This is my coming out video. Never in my life have I been more canceled, tortured, tormented, harassed than by members of my own community. Have I witnessed literal mentally ill individuals who are latching themselves onto the LGBT community without actually being LGBT for the sake mm. of oppression points, external validation, and sympathy? Never have I seen such Jeez. disrespect from younger LGBT people to the older lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender advocates who have been paving the way for us for longer than we've all been alive. Never have I seen people that use the word bigot so frequently and not see the hypocrisy and irony in themselves saying it. Some of you have noticed this change coming onto my channel within the past two years as I've gotten what some people would say more conservative. And yeah, I have, haven't I? 
since the queer movement right now is obsessed with all these different labels and I am a fan of labels, I wanted to share a new label of mine with you. I'm coming out. I am officially leaving the left. When it's gotten to the point where I can no longer even list LGBT or women empowerment in my Instagram and Twitter bios without people thinking I'm part of this ridiculously woke cult. When we mm -hmm. have rules and a pecking order of who is able to speak and for how long, even about their own bodies and experiences. When we have children drag queens and think it's okay for them to perform sexually for adults. When we praise Jeez. new stories like this that make absolutely no sense and do nothing for our movement or for people understanding us. When this person is praised by LGBT organizations and deemed a speaker for lesbians and People say that straight black men are the white men of black people and I know what they mean. I no longer wish to be a part of this. The LGBT community white has become a safe haven people. for the mentally unstable okay. who are not seeking help and uh -huh. who also aren't in any sense of the word queer. We've become so obsessed with validating everybody. How did we not see this coming? This community has become so ridiculously intolerant while preaching love that for the first time mm. in a decade, LGBT acceptance is down. Anyone who goes against the grain and thinks for themselves is immediately outcast. That's not a community. That's a hive mind cult. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I mean, that's great. Mm -hmm. And she can <clears throat> say it, I, I guess. I don't know if anybody's going to listen. Because she just said she's leaving the left, so and she's getting all kinds of hate too. So, mm, yeah, she can say it until they go after her. I mean, there's a lot. There's so much she brought up. It's impossible to address it all. But one of the things I saw that she was talking about that I've never heard of, uh, Tranpa. I guess a grandpa who's trans. What I missed that. Yeah, Tranpa. That's a thing. Okay, I no, need. That's a thing. I need. Um... <laughs> I need a quiet room, preferably padded. I know. I with know. no windows, and I need it now. Oh, hang on. I got to make sure that I That's great. Wow. Proper supplies. How proud. How proud you must be. Your whole family's got to be proud of that. Tranpa. Hey, Tranpa. Yeah. Thank you uh, for that title. That's really cool. Uh, also, the nine-year-old at the at the strip club being treated as a sexual object. Uh, she brought. The, she broached that subject. That is just criminal. Seriously, Why is that okay? criminal and child abuse. Why it's is not that okay? okay. It's not okay because it would be a it's huge child story abuse. if if um, a straight male took. Gosh, I don't even a child yeah. to a strip club. Thank you. Yeah, just take. It oh from my here. gosh. Ugh. Yeah, a straight male brings his male child who's nine years old to a strip club and sits him in front of the stripper. You don't think anybody would say anything about that? Or takes That's his unreal. Or takes his nine-year-old daughter to strip and parades them on the stage. Crazy. This is the same thing. It's crazy. I mean, help, help, alien sin, help. Could this be why there's huge swarms of locusts plaguing <laughs> the planet right now? Could this be part of it? Wow. I don't know. Maybe. That's a heck of a segue. I don't Pat. know. I don't know that you're going to get that uh, tonight when we get the let out on 1099 <laughs> The Big Frog. No. But, uh, that's no, we won't listen. be talking about this tonight no. on Get the Let Out. I promise. To, yeah. Tonight, it's just... Um, it's just sheer Zeppelin heaven. Yeah. Zep heaven. That's all it is. <laughs> Zep, Zep heaven. Oh, we need a show like that. I like this. Yeah. Uh, man. So, yeah, huge swarm of locusts. Uh, you've heard about these swarms. It, it's so bad in Bahrain, it brought traffic to a standstill. First of all, you could barely see through the cloud of bugs. And then secondly, oh, oh, gross. people were stopping because they were in awe. They were marveling at this spectacle. Oh. But they're afraid to get out of their car for being eaten alive. No kidding. These and locusts. Plus, these things got to be able to crawl through the grill and up in the... Oh, <clears throat> oh, oh, so I, nasty. I read over the weekend that one swarm is so big that they believe 
that there's 360 billion in that swarm. Oh. 360 billion locusts. Alfred Hitchcock can you, missed one. I can't even, I can't get my head around that. Uh, that is, you got to believe that's Egypt plague size, right? That's biblical plague. Oh my goodness. I'm sure it has nothing to do with any of the degradation going on in our libraries and whatnot. No. Not that that's degradation. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a, you know, what's wrong with a good uh, drag queen reading stories uh, to your children? That's, I mean, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Do you have a problem with uh, reading to children? No, I don't. We've always heard, have we not? Because reading I, is fundamental. Reading is riff. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Who says it can't be done right. by a uh, licensed drag queen person? I mean, Snowy Day is a great book, but don't great just book. take my word for it. Take the drag queen's word for it. <laughs> <laughs> you do? Are you familiar with Snowy Day? No, I was yeah, just I, uh, okay. I was just playing off of uh, <laughs> Reading Rainbow, Lavar Burton. You know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Take my, One of my don't favorites. take my word for it. <laughs> And then the kid does the, I'm sorry, now the drag queen does the book review uh, right. for your children on public television. Oh, that's give right. it about mm, tomorrow? Yeah. That's we'll f- probably see that happening? Yeah. It's a, it, wait, and you remember that super scary one that was wearing the horns? I think that one was in New York. She was, he or uh, no, they were wearing the he horns. Had right. he, and they he, had, uh-huh. I mean, how is that good for your kids? I don't, how is it good? I mean, even if you don't care about drag queens and you think it's fine, do you really want to explain all that to your five-year-old, to your four-year-old, to your three-year-old? I don't. If, if there is a parent out there that is even just just a little bit of you is considering taking your child to one of these events, first of all, you should be committed. Uh, but secondly, ask yourself, could there possibly be some agenda in play besides just reading Snowy Day to your kid? Anything else Anything else, any other agenda, maybe they want to, I don't know, overly sexualize your kid at this young age and draw Mm. them into their lifestyle? Any chance that that's a possibility? Unfortunately, we have some sane people with alternative lifestyles, like this lesbian who came out. And there's been others who have come out and spoken out, gays, lesbians, people who are normal, you know, in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community, who say... This is really, really bad. This is damaging. What are you doing? Stop it. Seriously. Okay, can we get a grip Just on ourselves? Hook me up with a padded room. At least the people, like the lesbian, is mm-hmm. making her mind up as an adult of the kind of lifestyle she wants to live. Mm-hmm. And she's not trying to force it down some child's throat. She's leaving that to the parents, you know, the raising and rearing of a child to their parents. She's not trying to do it. Yeah. Like I said. Uh, the solution is a padded room with Sports Center playing around the clock. Da da da, da da da, and not the politicized Sports Center, please. Yeah, fortunately, their their pres their new president that's has good. said yeah. uh, no. Yeah, he supposedly put the kibosh on the political talk. So that's cool. I just need sports networks mm-hmm. and a padded room mm-hmm. and some basic four, <clears> and then I will leave the rest of you alone. Some basic four? Yeah, the cereal, man. Of course. Oh, okay. That's what I live off of. That's all I need. I need basic four, mm-hmm. all my sports teams, access to them, yeah. and a padded room. Okay. And um, I'm good with that. A liquor you, can, cabinet. You, you can have that as far as I'm concerned. Liquor cabinet. So that's four. So I have very few demands. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of socialism, as we were earlier this morning, uh, the board of directors of Nicaragua's Manawa Niaragua's 
oldest newspaper, sat down in January to discuss the future because it looked kind of bleak. Uh, like many print publications in the digital age, La Prensa have been struggling for years amid declining advertising revenue. Um, but the Manawa-Nirawa-based newspaper faced another more immediate challenge. For more than a year, President Daniel Ortega had barred La Prensa from accessing two of its most essential ingredients. Uh-oh, what's that? Ink and newsprint. <laughs> Wait, what city does La Prensa uh, operate out of? Manawa. Manawa-Nirawa. Thank you. Uh, the government did not explain why it was holding up roughly half a million dollars of supplies in customs, but its actions were widely viewed as retaliation for La Prenza's coverage of anti-government protests that erupted in 2018 and were brutally repressed by police. And so La Prenza actually criticized the government. How dare you? So now they've been denied ink and newsprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a problem in Manawaniarawa. So, uh, since then, the government's waged war against the Niharawan press, harassing, arresting, sometimes torturing journalists. The blockade on newsprint in E-Ink had already forced the country's only other daily paper to close its doors, and now La Prenza faces the same fate. Wow. This is what socialism brings you. You can't just say... Now nah, we're going to take the really good things. And that's all we're going to do. Why? Because socialism doesn't work. And when people start to notice that, they're shut down and oppressed. You've got to suppress them. Otherwise, people will demand that you go back to what really worked. Capitalism. And socialists can't have that. Because, man, they finally got their socialist nirvana. They're not going to give it up now. So the oppression occurs. According to the editor of the Manawa Nirawan Leprenza, <laughs> they are slowly strangling us, said Edward Enriquez. And it's a catastrophe, they agreed. Uh, so, good luck. I mean, you know, without, without newsprint, without the paper and the ink, mm-hmm. not sure how you run a newspaper, but... Uh, and, and nobody in Manawa, Nirawa, very few have access to the internet version. So where do you go? I don't know. Out of business. I just... Welcome just, to socialism. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just... You love it, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great world. We've got, uh, yeah. we got the swarms of locusts. We've got yes. the uh, newspapers banned. We've got uh, mm-hmm. drag queens. Drag queens in libraries. Reading stories to your children. Um, love it. we got a socialist... Uh, about to become president or get the nomination yeah yeah. be one of the final two anyway happy Tuesday everybody (laughs) don't get coronavirus (laughs) 